Welcome to Career Tools. This week, work, family, and social media. We return to social media. Here we go. Okay, Wendy, so we're doing this cast under duress because we did a cast on social media a number of years ago, and I remember being pilloried on the forums. Somebody said we were arrogant for suggesting that we could do casts that were only timeless and not timely. The only cast we've ever done that I said was timely and that I didn't like it was a cast we did on social media years ago. And it was proof that it was years ago in that at the time we decided to name it after the biggest social media site in the world, which was MySpace. And so that cast is called the MySpace cast, which is hilarious because Facebook did exist. It just wasn't that big a deal. We're going to return to the guidance now because the landscape has changed. Uh I hate having to do this because, again, this is not timeless. This is timely. Um, But we get a lot of questions about social media and people do stupid things on social media all the time. It's a very controversial subject in that there's a lot of people writing about it and writing different things. Um, And so it can be hard to work out what good guidance is. And hopefully everybody trusts us enough to believe that our guidance is good. Yeah, I I think... uh, I hope people realize you can be whatever you want in social media, but you're doing it in public. Yeah. I know it sounds terrible. It's very old fashioned, but I think Mrs. Vanderbilt, one of the robber barons, one of the wives, one of the robber barons in the 1800s, early 1900s in America says, I don't, I don't care what people do. I just don't want them to do it in the street and scare my horses. (laughs) Right. I mean, these, the, the, the idea that, oh, I want to be myself. Okay, you can be yourself. And if you're going to be yourself in the public square, people are going to draw conclusions about you. You may not like that. You may not, you may wish the world were not that way. But if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. And the fact is, the world is that way. Uh, and life can be nasty, brutish, and short to somebody who is themselves and wishes that people didn't judge based on how you behave in your private life. By the way, folks, <laughs> I just did about see. 10 Joey air quotes. You wish people wouldn't judge you based on your private life. Uh, when you put your private life online, it's not private anymore. So, what should we do and not do when it comes to social media relative to work and family in that that fine line? That fine line. Okay. So, our recommendations are use LinkedIn for work, use Twitter for work and personal, which is probably the most difficult judgment to make. Use Facebook for personal and never post anything unprofessional anywhere. Yeah, I think the problem with that one very will be, what's the definition of unprofessional? That's a tough one, but okay. LinkedIn for work. Yeah. So we're in 2013, and right now LinkedIn is still the de facto standard for your work credentials online yeah. for most people. I, There's I, some arty places that are different. but I am generally not a social media fan in the sense that I'm probably behind the curve. I have some very close friends who are very involved in it. And I don't think anyone would argue that LinkedIn is the most professional place. And they've marketed themselves that way. And when I look at people that I know that are in LinkedIn and Facebook and other and Twitter and so on, LinkedIn is the most professional. Okay. When you Google your name, it's usually the LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile that comes the up the first, yeah. first one. And it, and it definitely has limitations and they have to make revenue just like everybody else. And so that there's things that they do that maybe we wouldn't like them to do, but they have to do because of revenue. Um, And it's still probably the most useful place to connect online professionally. One of the things I know you've told me before is that somebody's going to Google you, they're going to see you on LinkedIn, and they're going to check to make sure that your timeline matches with the resume that they have of you. Uh, What's interesting about that for me is that 
I think there's a disconnect in a lot of individuals' minds. They think, okay, I've got to have an online presence. And then they think, okay, how am I going to display myself? And, and many people say, I want to display the fullness of me, which is fine mm -hmm. in the professional space. Okay. You know, I, I don't need an entire page about your interest in origami. I think origami is fascinating, but it's not really all that professional unless you tend to make it a career. But I've talked to a number of people who say, well, I'm doing this, but really I'm a young professional looking to start a consulting career. I, I'm, you know, I'm really excited about this particular thing. And I've got this little company on the side that doesn't make any revenue, but I feel a need to show people that there's more to me and I'm going to, make a big part of my LinkedIn presence that I have this consulting firm or mm -hmm. this training firm or this side business that I'm really excited about. And the problem with that is if in fact your primary breadwinning is as a young professional in a small or mid or large size company that does X, you talking about your goal of doing Y can be a turnoff. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I see a lot of people doing that in their timeline in a way that is Unfortunately, not helpful to them. And and there are tough choices you have to make. So, yeah. okay. Hiring managers think that if they think that you have an interest in doing something other than what that you're going to do for them, they just believe instantly that you're going to split your focus and you're, they're not going to have all your focus. So we, we need to make sure the pro profile is professional and that's pretty easy. It's job related. But you also need to think more broadly if you're using LinkedIn more broadly. So, for instance, what groups are you mem members of? There is a group for the fans of Guns N' Roses. But, you know, a conservative hiring manager might actually not think that that's a great idea. There's political groups and religious groups. And we're going to fully embrace freedom of speech and your right to group join any group that's legal. And I have freedom, and I have freedom of judgment, which I get to I get to make a determination about you based on how much other stuff you put on there and whether or not that's of interest to me. If you if you have 20 other groups that are unrelated to work, I'm thinking, I wonder how much time this guy spends at work. Now, you might say, well, actually I work 70 hour weeks. Yes. And unfortunately, in the world that we live in today, when standards aren't completely clear the way they are so often with resumes and so many other long-standing systems, you run the risk of being perceived differently than in fact you might want to be. There's nothing on your profile that will say you work 70 hours a week, but if you have a bunch of groups that you're involved in that aren't related to work, when in fact LinkedIn is the most professional place, there are hiring managers who will draw conclusions that you won't like. You may not like that, but that's the way the world is. My, my feeling is, if it's professional, does mentioning that group help you? Mm -hmm. And the answer is usually no, if it's not a professional group. Some people say, well, I don't feel I'm being authentic. And say, okay, you that's fine. You can't be inauthentic. Yeah. You can yeah. only be yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, then they go further and they say, well, I see these guys, these well-known people, and they've got all their fun. I said, yes, those guys, are, they, they don't have to make another dime for the rest of their life. And they're trying to show, be yourself, be broad, show all these connections. You never know how you might make a connection. And they have not had a, a fairly standard career path, or they are able to get away with that. And they are asking you to behave at your age the way they are behaving at their age. And that's not smart. No. It may be the way you want the world to be, but it's not smart. And the fact that you show us more of yourself, if it's outside of the things we want to know about, you increase the risk of loss, right? There's a danger associated with it. And the benefit is very small, 
and very targeted, and I would argue marginally zero, mm -hmm. except for the feeling you get. And if that's the feeling you want, that's okay. Just don't complain about the system working against you because the system is the system, whether we like to admit it or not. Wendy and I don't like it either, but it's true. Yeah. And if it's powerful and it's true, we want to respect it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So how do we make sure our profile is professional? We concentrate on the the jobs and and just the impression that a hiring hiring manager is going to get. If you if you create a resume, it's targeted at a particular job or a particular hiring manager. And LinkedIn is a little bit more broad than that because it has to be attractive to anybody who looks at it. Essentially, from a work perspective, but you want to have on the th there the things that somebody who may or may not who may employ you would be interested in and you can put on there you know some people say oh you should have interests on your resume because it might be that the hiring manager is also interested in surfing Same. and then you have right. something to talk about but that means you spend 20 minutes in your interview talking about surfing and not about how you can do this job. Right. And it's the same on, on LinkedIn. You can put, you know, I'm interested in surfing. But if the weight of the conversation is about surfing, it's never going to be about right. the things you can do in this yeah. job. So if it's a hobby, if it's religion, if it's politics, if it's your personal life, and, and what we mean by personal life is what you do behind closed doors. It doesn't have a place in a professional place like LinkedIn. You might wish it were so, but we don't recommend it. And you can disagree with us and that's okay. And we'll stand by our guidance that the risk that you run is higher than the benefit you will get. This is a very cold-hearted calculation, folks. We respect that some of you will say, no, you want to be yourself. You want to be out there online. That's fine. And unfortunately, when it comes to your career, the person who wants to hire you has all the power. Ultimately, you could say no, but generally speaking, most people agree that that, that balance of power is weighted toward the person who has the job, not the person that wants the job. And you're still yourself. You still like to serve. The fact that other people don't know is, is you know, we have, I have a good friend who's leaving a very, very well-known company. He's an SVP right now. And I've never seen his resume before. And I discovered that, you know, we've worked together for years. He and I are good friends. And I never knew where he went to college. And most people know where I went to college because I didn't get to go to college. I had to go to the academy. But he went to a college that I have friends at and I know well uh, and I have an affinity for. And I sent him a note and said, I didn't know you went to school there. He says, yeah, I went to school and we had a terrible football team and so on. Now, he's a big fan of that school. He and I worked together for years. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You're not going to know everything about everybody. And that ought to tell you something. You don't need to try to tell everybody everything, everything. about you. Yeah. This is a targeted forum. Target your message and recognize that in the fullness of time, you'll discover more and more and more about your friends. You know, let me be really crass. Don't try to put five pounds worth of crap in a two-pound bag. It doesn't work. It never works. Everybody's messy and smelly. It just doesn't work. And you may wish for this forum to be that thing, but there are so many online forums. There's Reddit where you could be virtually anything. <laughs> you could be anything LinkedIn you LinkedIn like. is not Reddit. Nope. LinkedIn is not Facebook. LinkedIn is not Twitter. So. Absolutely. Okay, so that's LinkedIn. Okay, Twitter. Twitter. Use Twitter for work and personal. And this is the most difficult, I think, of the social channels to get right right now. And the easiest thing to do, at least initially, is to decide if you're going to use it as a professional or a personal channel and decide 
I'm only going to be professional or I'm only going to be personal. And if you're going to use it as a personal connection to the people you know or the people you want to know, that still doesn't mean you can publish, you can post whatever you like. If it's easily findable, and most people's are, then hiring managers will still check it. And if yeah. what you've got on there are about social occasions and your connections are clearly personal, then the hiring manager is going to think, okay, it's a personal channel. But if those things are only about the amount you drank last night and the fact that you drove home and the fact that you can't remember last night or whatever, then, you know, hiring managers are going to draw conclusions about illegal, immoral, unwise behavior yeah. and whether or not that's a good fit for their job. Yeah. And 99 times out of 100, it's not a good fit. I'm amazed at the things people do online and then are surprised by the backlash. I look at people's Twitter feeds and I'm like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't want to follow that person on Twitter. And frankly, if I want to follow somebody on Twitter because they're my friend, there are other ways for me to be friends with them yes. in terms of communicating. And of course, I believe that Twitter is not really communication. Even though I do tweet, I try to tweet every couple of weeks. Uh, it tends to be 99% professional. I think I've had one thing about my kids. And I think if it comes to something special about your family and you want to do that every once in a while because you are a family person, that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with making your Twitter feed personal. If you do that, recognize that it will be found. And if, in fact, the personal becomes in any way objectionable, and by objectionable, I don't mean we're judging your your faith or your politics or any other thing. That's fine. You know, we're not going to judge you on that. We're going to judge you on the wisdom of talking about those things in the public square when, in fact, decorum and professionalism suggests that you probably oughtn't. Um, you you joke all the time. You're you're an expat, a British expat living in America. We're recording this in San Antonio, where you live, and you are astounded regularly that we talk about politics mm -hmm. in in America. And I think to myself, well, yeah, you're not supposed to talk about sex or religion or politics in polite society. And yet, the American way is to be willing to engage one another uh, in discussions about what's happening in the government because we see it as our government. I suspect if I were at dinner at your parents' house, I might easily slip and say something along the lines of, well, I can't believe this or that or the other thing. And your parents would probably simply stare at me. <laughs> uh, and yet, if you want to do those things, that's fine. Recognize there is a professional implication of doing so that's probably not helpful to your career. And it's okay to do it. It's not okay to do it and decry it in a way about how it affects you. You can scream all you want about you want the online forum that you're in to be different. But the fact is, what we know of the forums is they generally are not receptive your professional life will not be receptive to a personal life that injects itself online in such a way that you allow people to draw conclusions about how smart you are to say it in that forum mm -hmm. in the same way that I don't stand up in church and scream at the top of my lungs. I might do that in my own house when I'm frustrated, but the forum, the context in which I do it makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So if you decide it's going to be a professional channel and all your updates are work-related and, and your connections are people you might know professionally, then the hiring manager might look more carefully at it to ensure that your thoughts about work are agree with his. So you want to skip the, the, the updates about a great night on the town that you had and you want to make sure that the things you're referring to, the things you're recommending other people read, 
just fit with the kind of companies that you want to work for. Right. I, I will say I, um, you can take this to an extreme. This is probably not going to be helpful to people. I don't know. A couple of years ago, I think, I posted a picture of a steak that I was eating. It was a great steak that I was eating. I was sitting at a bar at a steakhouse. I want to say at Smith Walensky in New York City after a day with a Wall Street client. And I tweeted something, a picture of the steak as if to say, at the end of a good day, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a good steak. And several people who are vegetarians quite personally attacked me for it. I, I think there are, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing a picture of what you're eating for dinner with your family or on your own if you're on the road, that kind of thing, which shows that you're a person. Mm-hmm. And I found those people to be troll-like that they would question. I, I don't have any problem with them being vegetarian. Why are they <laughs> having a problem with me eating a steak? I mean, there's a pretty big steak industry in America. And a good steak for me is really good. And yet, at the same time, it reminded me, okay, I'm never going to stop eating steak unless my doctor tells me I have to. But I can stop showing pictures of it online and I'll enjoy it just the same. Winding people up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't wind anybody up. No, they got wound (laughs) up all by by themselves. themselves. (laughs) Okay, Facebook for personal. Okay, so Facebook is the means to allow you to connect with friends and family without mixing it with your work life. And we're not saying that you feel that way. We recommend that you use it as a friend and family connector. Yeah. And we recommend you look at the privacy settings and lock it down as much as possible so that only your friends and family can see anything. I mean, a hiring manager can still see your name, but it will say... This person doesn't allow people they're not friends with to look at things. And because just because you haven't published something unsuitable doesn't doesn't mean mean your friends and family haven't. And hiring managers can often access your friends through you or you through your friends. And that kind of connection is there for Facebook for a reason, but it's not helpful to you. Right. Um, and, you know, look at the pictures you've been tagged in. You might not be as excited to see yourself that way in public as your friends might be so yeah and let's talk about suppose a hiring manager requests to friend you i would say no because i would say i'm sorry i'd love to friend you but i have a policy that i use facebook only for my friends and family or my close friends and family yeah and not give any more explanation than that and suppose a hiring manager said well that's problematic for me i i would probably call their bluff it were me and i would say here i'll be here i'll open up my facebook page take a look here's my facebook page there's everything on my facebook page and what they'd see is i'm not dumb enough to do anything i would find objectionable in the public square and put it on facebook because facebook is a new form of a digital public square and then I would say, and I don't want you to think I'm hiding anything from you, and I'm not going to friend you. Yeah. Um, and I, there's no question that could potentially be a problem, right? Oh, absolutely. There are some managers who there would have a problem. There are some managers who think yeah. that your your Facebook page is theirs to see, and it's it's up to you. You know, we can't legislate against the stupidity. If you really want that job, and you think it's okay to friend your your hiring manager or your your manager, that's absolutely fine. Right. Just recognize the scrutiny is much, much higher. And if your boss has been friended, if you friended your boss, I think on Facebook, I only have two friends, one of whom is inadvertent, an old high school friend, and the other is my daughter, Kate. And I don't post anything on Facebook. But if I friend my boss, then virtually everything I do, he can see, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's very hard to take back. 
Um, yeah. I have so I have some people that I regret friending. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't probably don't notice if you don't friend them. Yeah. But but eventually they'll notice that your updates aren't coming through and. Yeah, you know, and that might hurt some people's feelings. Yeah, and folks, for the record, don't ask to friend Wendy or I or, or Mike on Facebook. We're, we're going to say no. We hope we don't hurt your feelings, but they're your feelings, and we do not intend to hurt your feelings. We simply are keeping it private or personal. And that said, if you look, you'll discover I have two friends. One is an old high school friend, and the other is my daughter. And if you want to connect to us in LinkedIn, go for it. Yes. But not on Facebook. Yeah, I, I have a couple of days a week set aside in the evening where I – Accept all the requests we have on LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and then our last point is, got, is the big one is never post anything unprofessional anywhere, which really ought to have been the title of this cast. Mm-hmm. Never post anything unprofessional, unprofessional anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Um, and yet at the same time, we recognize there are some venues in which you can probably do that. And yet if they're searchable, they will be searched. That's right. And, okay. and there's a real trend in the last couple of years towards transparency and towards things being linked to your actual name rather than in the, yes. in the early years, we all had pseudonyms. I had a thousand well, we, pseudonyms. We did? You did? I did. I had none. Ah, uh, well, yeah. I was always shy. Um, but, but, you know, recently Google has, will only allow now you to post a comment on a YouTube video if you link it to your Google Plus, which is linked to your personal, your actual name. Yeah. Um, and so you can't make troll-like comments on YouTube. Well, you can, but yeah. you can, people are going to associate it with your name. And that trend is only going to continue, I think, in the next kind of 10 years. Yeah. So you want to be very careful about what you're posting because that is linked to your real name. And there's an entire body of work in the world today, folks, about what anonymity has done to the internet. And you may agree or disagree, depending upon what you do in your personal life. But the fact is, if you're going to be a professional by day, there are going to be professional standards applied to the way you behave in the public square, the digital public square, based on the stuff you do at night. And it's a choice you make. And it's not easy all the time. And you're going to get it wrong some of the time. But that's why this guidance is don't post anything unprofessional anywhere. I worry about the the cameras that automatically upload, the phones that are cameras that automatically upload. And and not because I don't like the technology. I think the technology is brilliant. Why wouldn't you make it easy? But when you make it easy, it's easier to get over the barrier and be in a place that you don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to scrub some of those things out. And we don't want you to have a situation where innocently you did something that causes a negative impact on your career. And we recognize that your career is not everything to you, that your family and your faith and your personal life are probably more important for many of you than your professional life. But we don't want you to be in a situation where you lose your job or your career is damaged because of something inadvertent. And it takes some discipline. It takes some guidance. It takes some foresight in order to avoid it. And you're probably perceiving us as a little Luddite Mm -hmm. in, in saying this. But we're okay being the, your conservative aunt or uncle saying, don't do it. Be careful. Uh, there's risk. And the benefits sometimes outweigh the risks. But when there are risks, the risk can be significant for your career. Yeah. And you want to be at least one step more cautious than you want to be, than you think is okay. Because you and your friends may think the video of what the fuck say is hilarious and harmless, and it probably is. But if the hurry manager thinks that's childish and, and evidence that you're not the consummate professional that you've told him you are, 
then you just lost points. Yeah. I've actually had a number of people. I've caught people, found people that I was looking into that were interested in manager tools or whatever. And I've said, well, I'm really surprised. You know, they, even though they're interested in coming to work for us, they still see me as a, a, a guidance counselor, if you will, or a person who makes recommendations. And, uh, I, I discover something on their Facebook page or something that they tweeted about. And I said, you know, just so you know, I'm sure they didn't like me for saying this, but that's probably not what you ought to be doing. And the common response is, oh, it was a joke. Yeah. Guys, the beauty of jokes is that they always work. If the joke is not going to work, it's not a joke. And jokes depend upon context and timing. And the person who's reviewing that a year later, they've missed the context and the timing and suddenly it's not a joke and it's used against you. And it's unfortunate and it's real. And we would rather have you be successful by being cautious rather than have to do damage control. Yeah. And of course, if you're working in social media, you're going to discount a lot of this guidance. Oh, of course. It's not going to apply to you. But at this point, point applies to everyone. Right. You know, especially if you're in social media and that's where your your professionalism is seen, then absolutely never post anything that you shouldn't. So, wrap us up. Okay, use LinkedIn for work, use Twitter for work and personal, and choose one or the other, at least to start with. Use Facebook for personal, and never post anything unprofessional anywhere. Yeah. The internet is a fun place to live. Actually, no, it's really not. You don't live on the internet. The internet is a fun place to play around, but it is a fishbowl, and whatever you do has the potential for being seen, and if somebody might not be impressed by something, then don't do it or do it and don't post about it. I'm not amazed at the number of places that have figured out no cameras, mm-hmm. no phones, no. right? Even yeah. golf tournaments, sorry, no phones. So be careful folks, trust in God, but keep your powder dry too. Thanks everybody. Bye everyone. Thanks everybody, that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. We are big fans of timeless and not timely, but Social media changes often enough, we felt we had to update our guidance. Hope you enjoyed it.